another lesson this morning taken from the life of Moses and the series we've been talking about, Lessons We Can Learn. And this one has to do with uh, taking possession of or possessing our inheritance, our future, that which God has planned for all of us and uh, from way back in eternity for, our, for us as individuals, for our families, for our church and for our togetherness into the nations. And I'm not going to be able to read this to you this morning. I'm going to ask you to read Deuteronomy chapter 1 from verse 3 right through to verse 46. Read it for yourself and then listen to what I have to say and then read it. Make some notes and read it for yourself again. And uh, ask God to open your eyes, help you to see this Old Testament reading in through New Testament lenses. This book of Deuteronomy, the, the, the second law, the repetition of the law, teaches us so much about the ways of God, God ways that if we look at them through New Testament lenses, we'll be able to learn so much about the ways of God for our own lives. And so the bearing in mind that God has ways, not formulas. God doesn't have uh, strict methods, but he has ways, creative, uh, spirit-inspired and spirit-empowered ways that, uh, that he wants to reveal to us for our futures. Isaiah chapter 55, before you, we read this um, Deuteronomy chapter 1, uh, Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Again, he says in Romans 15 verse 4, and I want to read this because it's so important that we need to understand when we read the Old Testament, we need to read it, understanding God read it, uh, wrote it for us for the future as well, that it's applicable to us today in this context where he says in Romans 15, 4, for everything that was written in the, in the past was written so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. But this one's even more uh, applicable to this context. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 11 says, these things happened to them, that's the coming out of, out, of, uh, out of Egypt into the promised land, these things happened to them as examples and are written down as warnings for us on whom the fulfillment of the ages has come. So we need to ask God to help us to see these Old Testament truths through new and read them through New Testament lenses. This uh, Deuteronomy chapter 1 is really an Old Testament equivalent of Matthew 28, the Great Commission. It's the Old Testament commission, Great Commission, uh, where God tells him, tells Moses to come out of and to go in and take possession of all that he's promised us, in the, promised the, the people of Israel in the nations. So um, I'm going to give you just an outline with the relevant verse or verses, ask you to read them for yourselves. I might touch one or two of them on the way through reading, uh, uh, doing this, but uh, just make a note of these and then I'll come back, hopefully, and try to break open a little more through New Testament lenses. So here we go. Number one in the ways of God is preach the whole Bible. You'll see this in Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 3 where um, it says here that Moses proclaimed to the Israelites all that the Lord had commanded him concerning them all. And Paul puts this in a, 
in Matthew and um, Acts chapter 20 verse 20 that he proclaimed the whole counsel of God. So make sure from the outset if you're going to take possession of all that God has for you that you proclaim the whole word of God all of that God says in his word. And then secondly, second little way of God or within the ways of God is that we are to actually break the mind sets or the camp mentality or camp mindset that is in so many churches today if it's in our church and i believe it is to every in every church to some degree we need to break that camp mindset that that causes us to settle in and love just what's happening in our little church and that we need to go so break camp and that's in deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 6 where he's uh, he tells uh, moses says the Lord our God said to us at Horeb, you've stayed long enough at this mountain, break camp and advance into the hill country, etc., going to the different nations uh, that were around the, the children of Israel at the time. So that's the second little one, and I'm hoping to come back to that soon. Thirdly, go in faith, standing upon the promises. And you'll see that in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 8 and verse 21, if you'll read it for yourself. But just a quick little, I'll just touch a little uh, part of that. It says in, in chapter 1, verse 8, um, See, I have given you this land. That's the promise of God. God says to them, I've given you this land. Remember, every place upon which your foot shall tread, I've given it to you. So go in faith, standing upon the promises of God. You'll, you'll see a similar thing in verse 21 as well. And then the next little, the fourth little way of God within the ways of God is train up leaders and potential leaders right from the outset. As you're going to plant a church, or you're going to, or you are going to be, um, if you're already in ministry, that you you start to do this. If you're not already doing it, I'm talking about training up, not just teaching by instruction, but training by impartation, um, impacting lives. And you'll see that in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 9 and 13, where Moses basically says, the, the burden is too heavy, I can't carry these people. And God's instruction really is, train up leaders, release others. So train up leaders right from the beginning, so that as you grow, uh, nothing's going to stop you from keeping on going. All right, quickly moving on. When you're going to train up leaders, choose those that are already in some form of leadership, that somehow are doing something, even if they haven't got a... a uh, an, abs, uh, an uh, official recognition of leadership, but people are beginning to recognize them. And you'll see that in, 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 um, in um, ver chapter 1, verse 15. Those that are already leading, he says, So I took the leading men of your tribes, wise and respected men, and appointed them. So choose those who have a, have a track record. Then the next one, little, the sixth little... Um, way within the ways of God is don't stop what you're doing keep going while you're growing Deuteronomy 1:11. it's an important thing because sometimes people say well when we get there when we've done this then we'll do that no keep going while you're growing all right and it says this in it's such an important truth within the ways of God the ways that are above our ways keep going while you are while you're growing deuteronomy 1 chapter 1 verse 11 says this he, moses goes on to say 
May the Lord, the God of your fathers, increase you a thousand times and bless you as he has promised. So keep go going and while you're growing. Don't say stop. I'll come back to that hopefully too. And then the next little, the seventh little um, way within the ways of God is release those leaders to lead. In actual fact, release them. Don't let them just be your servants. So many guys, uh, the, the, their leadership team is just their servants. Le release them to lead, not to be your servants. And you'll see that in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 15, where he says, so I, and appoint them and give them authority in the 15th verse. And then we'll come back to that too. Moving on quickly to the eighth one, I think it is, the eighth little way within the ways of God. And that's found in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. Always remain impartial. And he says this in the, uh, the 16th verse. Um, and I charged your judges at that time, hear the disputes between your brothers and judge fairly. Verse 17 says, do not show partiality. So always be fair. Have no favorites. Coming Next one, number nine. Be bold and help your leaders to be the same. As you see in the 17th verse where he says this, be bold and help your leaders to be the same. The 17th verse says, do not show partiality. He says, do not be afraid of any man. Do not be afraid of any man. So teach your leaders to be bold. And that needs to be right down through into the, all the Christians as well. The next one is, number 10 in the ways of God is, investigate or explore your future. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 22 and 23 and verse 36 Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 22, 23, 36, where they go out and explore uh, the promised land. They send those spies in. We'll come back to that again. And I want to show you how we can explore what I believe the scriptures teach about exploring the land that God is going to give to us, our future inheritance. And I'll, I've got quite a bit to say about that um, when we come back in the next session. And that ten, the 11th uh, little way within the ways of God, and I'm just about uh, through there now, but it's make sure your attention is fixed on God and not on the giants. In other words, see God and not the giants, not the perplexities, the problems, all the obstacles. See God. Keep your eyes on that. And the next the, 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 and last one, the 12th little way within the ways of God here that I want to quickly communicate with you is give God everything in faith and obedience. In other words, serve Him wholeheartedly. Don't be half-hearted. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 36. I want to just read this to you because it really is important. I just want to turn my page here. Uh, verse 36 says this, talking about uh, some didn't get into, into the promised land because of their unbelief, but uh, that... Uh, Joseph, uh, J, uh, Caleb and Joshua did, and it says this in verse 36, that Caleb, son of Joseph, he will see it and I will give him and his descendants the land he has, he set his feet on because he followed the Lord wholeheartedly, because he followed the Lord wholeheartedly. And if you'll just read on and you'll read that a, a little more in those few verses, 36 to 38. So God has ways not formulas, not rigid methods. Ask God to give you an understanding. Pray and ask Him to help you to understand. Ask God to help, help you to hear His voice in and through His Word. 
and ask him also to help you to hear his voice through the voice of a man. And then go and teach this. Again, those of you who are planning churches, start this way. Those of you who are going into churches, uh, translocally, teach them, instruct them, show them the ways of God. See that they've got this into the fabric and fiber of their churches. And uh, if that you're just in your church and you're pastoring there along with your team, make sure that you and your whole team have got a hold of this and that you put it into the hearts and lives of the people. This is not head, this is heart. This is not information, this is impartation that results in transformation. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I once again ask that every person hearing these, these words, coming under the sound of the proclamation of the Word of God here, will be transformed by your power, and they'll never be the same. Please, Lord, change churches, make them effective and fruitful. Give them strategies, show them your ways, teach them your ways, that we may one day stand together before you, looking at you and saying, Father, we did this for your glory and by the way you taught, as instructed in the Word of God by the power of your Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, teach us in Jesus' name, and we praise you. Amen.